We like to go to garage and estate sales and look for treasures. We also like to gather collectors and resellers alike and provide them with valuable information about products, many of them vintage, and share tips about how to get started and make some extra side money doing what we do. Thanks for joining us today. Hi Variety Thrift. Hi Sandra. Hi Manny. Thanks for joining us this evening. So the topic today is, as you can see, <laughs> finally, yes. Um, and so we do go on 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, although sometimes we run a little late like today. Yeah. Today we're pretty late. So today we want to talk about, it's a, it's a great topic because a lot of people have been talking about this um, U.S. Postal Service and... You know, I realize that we actually rely on them a lot. Yeah, so every Friday we do Fun Facts Friday. And so, um, you know, it's a hot topic. Let's learn a little bit about our postal service. If you're a reseller, then, you know, this is close to your heart because we basically rely on the postal service. So thank you, thank you, thank you to those who are U.S. postal uh, service workers. We hugely appreciate you our businesses wouldn't be what they would what they are without you and what you do for us and our packages so we're, we're learning a lot as i put this um presentation together we're learning a lot actually so yeah fun fact number one mm. let's get into it yep yep um and just want to do a quick shout out to poshmark kelly um happy friday to you poshmark kelly so really quickly, look at this picture here. You're going to see a couple of, um, I mean, they look like horses and they're carrying mail. So I don't know if you guys knew that, but the U.S. Postal Service moves mail by planes, by hovercraft, by trains, by trucks, cars, boats, ferries, helicopters, subways, bicycles, even feet and horses, as you see in the picture. So this is by far the most unusual delivery method used by um, Postal Service, a mule train in Arizona. So the mules actually carry mail, food, and food and supplies down an eight-mile trail to the Havasupai Indians at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. That's amazing. Okay, yeah, I thought they didn't look exactly like a horse, but I wasn't sure. What to call them? They're mules. And this yeah. is still happening. It's so crazy. It's so awesome. All right. And so another one is um, the most common names for post offices include, um, this is inaccurate, oh. um, but anyway, it includes um, the name Clinton. So Clinton is the most commonly named post office in the United States, followed by Madison, and then followed by Franklin and Washington. Interesting. Again, those are some really cool facts. So Cynthia says, what? Items mm -hmm. get more um, faster through the USPS. She loves mailing through them. And then she didn't know that about the, the mules. I didn't know either. Which is amazing, to say the least. Um, I think this one, people might be able to guess. Um, this is the most common street name in the country. There are 13,000 main streets in the U.S., Followed by the second most common street name is Maple, which has over 8,000 streets in the U.S. are named Maple. So in case you were ever, you know, caught or, um, you know, in the middle of a trivia Jeopardy game, you will be able to answer these questions <laughs> quite nicely. Easy to remember, too. Maine and Maple. <laughs> now, this is super interesting. This is the coldest post office in Alaska, which is 20 degrees below zero. 
And I don't know how to pronounce this this city. Yeah, we cannot pronounce it. Um, U-T-Q-I-A-G-V-I-K. It's like a different language. U-T-Q-I-A-V-I-K. Maybe it's an indigenous language. But anyway, it's the coldest post office in the U.S. found in Alaska. So I guess people there... I mean, in Alaska, it's very north. It might be that cold all year long. I really don't know. All right, so the next one here is that the, did you know the Postal Service adds 4,221 new addresses to their delivery network every day? Did you know that? That's I mean, that means we're growing. Yeah, Cynthia has a comment. So, yeah, so basically, Cynthia's asking, what's the name of the um, coldest post office in writing? Oh, that's a good idea. So while Michelle talks about this next um, picture here, good evening, just Alex. Happy Friday to you. I'll go ahead and type in the name. Happy Friday. All right. So this next fun fact is so every day the Postal Service processes and delivery um, 1, 181.9 million pieces of first class mail which is holy moly that's a lot 181.9 million a day so that is all of our packages <laughs> whatever we sold to our customers um and and more it's it's i don't know how they that's a lot that. of that's a lot of uh, mail a day and i am just kind of wondering with um the different things that you've been seeing on the news now about the postal service which is like their mass mail sorters uh, many of them have been disconnected also many of the blue um mail in stationed uh, boxes have been removed so i would love to know if it's still this amount or if it's changed at all yeah. i would um just on a hunch because the e-commerce business is growing, and especially right now due to coronavirus, I would think that it's been increasing. Mm -hmm. Now, you're going to be very interested to know some of the facts that are coming up about the U.S. Postal Service. I think we should all know as resellers about the U.S. Postal Service. Like, you know, it's something, these, these things are important to know. Yeah, and we rely heavily on them. Without them, we wouldn't be in business, you know. Good evening, Karen. Thanks for joining us. Big hello to you as well. Six Creative Concepts. And so the next picture that we have to show you here, okay, it's that one here. It's kind of funny. Um, so did you know only last year in 2019 that the U.S. Postal Service released scratch and sniff stamps with frozen treats on them? So that was the first time that the U.S. Postal Service used this kind of technology on their stamps. I wish I had some of those. Those are so cute. <laughs> yeah, I would love to try and smell them. Yeah, I so what smell like. has anyone run across these? Scratches? I bet you they're going to be like awesome collector's items. And that too, like the, the really cool thing about the U.S. Postal Service is they've been around for forever and people collect their stamps. They always come out with the coolest, you know, limited edition stamps. Mm-hmm. Um, now these boxes look familiar, right, for all the poshers out there. Um, so priority mail boxes are actually at least 30% recycled content. They're made out of um, recycled content, which is awesome. We use them a lot, a lot, a lot. And they do meet um, the certification standards that is sustainable forestry initiative and for forest stewardship council. Um, so 
That's good to know, right? So, yeah, definitely. Um, so they're greener than we would think. Just That's because true. the boxes are white doesn't mean that they're not trying, right? So um, Cynthia says, Lady Hustle 19, that those um, scratch and sniff stickers must be very expensive. Um. <laughs> but they're definitely collectibles, yes, 100%. All right, so did you know that if you take the tape from the receipts of all of the postal services, then you will have 964 million feet of receipt tape. This is enough to go around the Washington Monument 2,105 times. And it could circle the world more than seven times. <laughs> that's a heck lot of receipts. Now, this is the amount of receipt tape that's used annually, every single year, and it's only rising. This is really cool. So this is the first woman to appear on a U.S. postage stamp, and her name was Queen Isabella in 1893. Yeah, and so if you're not, you don't remember who she is, um, she was actually considered the first queen of um, a couple places. You know, Spain was divided into two at that time. Um, the second American, or actually the first American woman honored with a stamp was Martha Washington, George, Ma George Washington, President George Washington's wife. So in 1902, she would actually be considered also the first first lady that the United States ever had. And um, the next person, woman, that was featured on there was Pocahontas back in 1907. So actually five years after Martha Washington was featured, and 1940 had the first African-American featured on their stamp, uh, and that was Booker T. Washington. Hey you, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate our podcast. Our podcast is fairly new, and we're in need of comments. If you can think of anyone an episode may be helpful for, please share the episode with them. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And again, a million thanks for stopping by. Which is quite crazy. I mean, it's such a big gap between the years to have a woman on the stamp. So hopefully they're going to make that more frequent. Um, now, the next thing is, did you know that 48% of the world's mail is handled by um, Postal Service? That's did, a lot. I did not know that. Um, but remember, the Postal Service does deliver internationally. So that would count as the world's mail. And that... That's a that's quite a lot. So, yeah, that just shows half how big and powerful of a company they are, even though, you know, they are representing our country. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Cynthia says, "Love women's in power, one hundred percent." Yes, we definitely need more. So I we love seeing all you women grow in your businesses and um, go get it. Go get what's out there. Now this is something that I have no clue. Zero tax dollar use. So the post. So a postal service received no tax dollar for operating expenses and rely relies on the sales of postage product services to fund its operation. I, I didn't know that at all. That's extremely important. Um, and we, you know, we have seen, um, and you know what, we've actually done this too, but without knowing that um, you should not be using the U.S. free boxes or envelopes or anything like that for anything other than to ship items to other customers. So um, think about it, this is not. This is actually not funded by tax dollars. It's literally directly just funded like a business by the services that they're selling. So if we keep using up all the supplies in incorrect ways, 
Um, obviously, the prices are going to rise, you know, to, to make up for yeah. that. So um, honestly, it's very affordable to use the United States Postal Service. Um, so we want to be doing things the right way, just and with this knowledge that we're that we have. Yeah, and if you think about it, I now that I think about it, I wouldn't mind paying a little bit more for shipping because you're literally having a person delivering something from one place to another, and that's very labor intensive. That's what you say now, but just wait when you sell a 50-pound television, and I will ask you if you feel the same way at that time. <laughs> All right. Um, the next thing is minorities comprise nearly 40% of the Postal Service workforce, which is um, a very, very diverse workplace. That's fantastic. So the strength of the organization lies amazingly in its diverse workforce. This is super interesting. You want to talk about it? Yes. Um, okay, so this one is um, very, very cool. Did you know that employees at the Remote Encoding Center in Salt Lake City, Utah, are responsible for deciphering terribly handwritten or shoddily printed addresses? That yeah. is so funny, but it totally makes sense that you would need professionals to be able to try to decipher everyone's handwriting because all of our handwritings are so different. I always wonder about that. Like, I always want to make my handwriting really neat um, when you mail something so they know. But, yeah, that's crazy. Actually, like, can you imagine your job is to decipher uh, Well, you know what? I'm, I'm a teacher, and in many ways, that is my job. Part of my job description so that's really cool shout out to eco exchange happy friday to you what, what's your name again if you don't mind letting us know um any of you who would like to let us know the thrift bar what your guys's names are in the comments Susie avila okay is that sandra or is that a, you just happen to have the same name <laughs> just alex your name may be alex um so many says it's for packages <laughs> i absolutely love that and I mean, that's got to be like a type of handwriting they teach in medical school, right? Manny, you're funny. <laughs> you literally can never read. No offense if you're a doctor, but I have the hardest time reading doctor's uh, handwriting as well. So. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. All right, we're going to um, head on over to the next slide here. Who is this guy? So this is actually Benjamin Franklin. And did you know that the post office department was founded in 1775? with Benjamin Franklin as the very first postmaster general. So um, Benjamin Franklin was not a U.S. president. I don't know if you guys remember who he was, but he was one of our founding fathers. Um, his annual salary at that time was $1,000, and um, that's a quick fact about the first postmaster general. My, how things have come since then. Just $1,000 a year? Well, this was in 1775, right? Wow. So we I would have to. That was a lot of money. Well, you can definitely find out on Google. Just Alex says yes. It's Alex, Alex, Alejandro, but everyone calls me Alex. Oh, cool! Thanks for clearing that up because Alex is one of those names that can be both genders, right? And so um, Cynthia says, "LOL, it's hard to read for sure." And Manny says, "Banji, one of my favorite all-time heroes. Mm -hmm. He had a printing business." Yeah, and that's cool. I didn't know that, but how funny that totally makes sense to have him work for the U.S. Postal Service and be a you know the first postmaster general. And Cynthia says a thousand dollars a year. Like, I wonder how much would you make a day if that's the case? Hmm. Just cents, cents on the thousand. I make a penny a day. Um. All right. So this is the next one. Um. 
Interesting, but very sad. Um, in 2019, 5,777 employees were attacked by dogs in more than 2,270 cities. This is super interesting because when we schedule our pickup, we always have to fill out the little section that says, "Is there a dog in this house?" Yeah, it's. I I always wonder why they ask about that, but I guess this is why. Now I know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's no secret, especially if you watch movies with postal workers, that they're always kind of, you know, the dog can like nip the postal workers because, and it makes sense, you know, dogs are very protective about their territory. So if they're like an outdoor dog, it, you need to know if there's a dog so that you don't go there. <laughs> so um, Manny said, "So sad, cats too, mean cats though." And、um, Eco Shane says, "No wonder sometimes they won't deliver due to animal、oh, interference."、Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean it, it's all about protecting. The important person, right? The mail carrier. Interesting.、So、interesting. Didn't know that either. All right, so we're gonna go on to a really, you know, on a on a sweet note.、Um, letters mailed to Santa continue to happen for over a hundred and seven years. Postal employees, charities, and individual and corporate volunteers have helped spread the magic of the holiday season to families in need by answering and adopting letters mailed to Santa. And in twenty in twenty nineteen, thousands of people went online to USPS OperationSanta.com. They read and adopted more than twelve thousand letters to help family and children have a happy holiday. So, did you ever write a letter to Santa? Um, I'm pretty sure I wrote plenty of letters to Santa when I was a child. Did you get a response? And um, I think I did, but I I well, I don't know if I got a response, but. I definitely got the gifts I asked for,、um, but I. But you know what? This is really cool to know. USPS Operation Santa dot com. If you have extra time on your hands this year,、um, you know people are at home. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of letters written from kids. If you want to be a part of making、um, a kid's, you know, responding to a child's Santa letter, this would be an awesome thing to do. That's really、cute. yes.、Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm gonna put that in the comments in case anyone is interested, and Michelle is going to let's see here. So actually, Manny, <laughs> Manny said Santa prefers emails much faster to read them. I don't doubt that. I do not doubt. You know、that. what though, guys? Nothing really beats like a handwritten card and a handwritten letter nowadays. It's so much more meaningful in a way.、Um, So I I certainly don't want that to go away. I really hope people are still writing letters, and you know I I really don't want the email to take over our. I don't. I can't even write letter. I can't even write anything anymore because I type all day. So anyway, this is our meme for today. We've got two cats fighting, and one cat is trying to shove the other cat in the box. And the meme says, "If it fits, it ships." Now get in there! <laughs> oh my gosh, how many times I've heard resellers、um, say that? If it fits, it ships.、Um, poor cat, though. <laughs> don't please don't ever ship an animal,、um, you know, via USPS because I don't think that's allowed, and your animal will not make it. <laughs> so、uh, Manny does agree with you though about the old-fashioned letters. Um, this is the end of our Fun Facts Friday. Thanks for joining us on this special、um, episode of the USPS Postal Service. Again, we're very, very indebted to all the postal workers out there, especially right now during the pandemic. We cannot thank you enough as resellers for delivering our packages safely 
to our to the customers. And um, also um, tomorrow we are not going to be having our Bolo Saturday Live that we usually have at 12 p.m. PST because we actually will be doing part two of the Etsy webinar. So tomorrow we'll focus on marketing, branding, and promotion. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, it is on pre-sale until 11:59 uh, p.m. today. You can go to flippingouts.com to get your ticket, and we will see everyone there tomorrow. Thanks again for joining us tonight. We hope you have a beautiful Friday night, and we will see you um, tomorrow, and uh, have a beautiful weekend. Manny, one last comment, says you guys are awesome. We learn having fun. Appreciate all the research you do to put this together. <laughs> You're so Thank sweet. you so, so much, uh, Manny and everyone else for attending. Thank you, Cynthia. You are the sweetest ever. We appreciate all of you, and we will see you guys soon. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Like, share, and direct message us during the week if you want to talk to us or even have questions about getting started on reselling yourselves.